translation and a moving car. When I had arrived, about a month, month and a half into me living there, Tim said, hey, do you want to help teach this community English class that we created last year? You know, your predecessor has moved back to Hawaii. You're the new guy. You don't have to be a teacher at this community center on every Wednesday night, but if you want to, you can, it's a lot of fun. And I thought, oh, that's a cool idea, sure. You know, and it sounded like a really cool program that, that he and Lance, my predecessor, uh, created. So glad I took him up on his offer. They did create a really cool community outreach type of scenario where local citizens, farmers, housewives, retirees, over-eager high school kids, anybody that wanted to learn conversational English could come and they could come for free. And we'd teach and we'd have a lot of fun and we'd do social events every once in a while and it was a, it was a lot of fun. And one of the students said, hey, about a month and a half of me being there, hey, have you ever been to Tokyo? I said, well, once briefly and I really want to go back because I don't know anything about it. It's this big city and much different than the countryside where we were living. She said, well, if you want to go, I've got a car, we should go one, one afternoon. I said, okay, cool. So the day came, we got in the car and we were driving down you know, one of the farm highways and there was a hand-painted placard, billboard type of sign on the side of the road that you would see anywhere in the world, you know, advertising, you know, fresh rice or fresh radishes or best cabbage around, whatever they were promoting. And on that sign, there was uh, these English words just crammed together. It didn't make any sense. It was just nonsensical. And I was like, what is that? It was strange. And I'd seen that on some t-shirts. And I was like, what's going on? So in my terrible Japanese and, and her terrible English, we tried to communicate and figure out the answer to my question about what was going on with those signs. The problem was, is that I didn't know how to say sign, like a billboard or an advertisement. I didn't know how to say that. In Japanese and she really wasn't understanding where I was going because we were driving so when I when I would say no that's what I'm talking about I would point we'd pass it you know if there was another sign or something you know was I pointing at the rice paddies was I pointing at uh, a farm truck was I pointing at a bird at a tree at a, a road like she she's like what is this guy talking about so we struggled we struggled and I had this terrible little dictionary that was horrible uh, you know, I found words like sign, like to sign a document, you know, sign like, oh, it's a sign of good things to come. You know, like I just couldn't find like billboard placard type of advertisement thing. And uh, because I was curious why they were using those kinds of characters, English characters, English words way out there in the middle of nowhere. If no one, if no one read it and understood it, and even when native people read it, we couldn't understand it. I didn't really understand what was happening there. And. She thought I was just the weirdest person on the planet. She was like, what is this guy talking about? Like, why does he keep pointing out the window? Like, what is he, what is he doing? So we got to Tokyo, we did some exploring, had a lot of fun, had some food, and we did a lot of laughing and tried our best to communicate with one another. It was tough, you know, I was, I was still so new and my, my Japanese was still so textbook and clunky that Man, it was tough going and her, her English was so bad as well. So it was, it was a great day because we had both stretched beyond what we normally would have done. 
you know, to be that long with a person that you can't communicate with, even though you're, you, you think you should be able to, but you can't. And, you know, she offered, which was really nice of her. I accepted, which I thought, okay, well, this is a gamble because this could be really boring, really terrible or really fun. And it was a lot of fun. And I learned a lot about how to get to Tokyo via car, which I never really knew how to do. And I wouldn't use too much more because I didn't have a car and I didn't really know anybody that had a car other than my colleagues. But it was just a good time just to stretch and to, and to meet another local that was willing to engage a foreigner. So that wasn't all that common. People were, didn't care to engage us or they were shy, uh, whatever the reason. So it was really nice that, that she went you know, outside of her normal day-to-day -day path and, and offered to, to drive me out there. You know, in retrospect, I think, you know, maybe as her way of thanking us for volunteering to do the English Conversation Club, the ECC, at the community center, you know, for free every, every Wednesday night. Uh, part of me says maybe she was trying to flirt a little bit. You know, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It was a really cool experience. We both went down different paths and, and tried our best and had a lot of fun and were embarrassed quite a bit and everything worked out all right. And you know, years later, I'd still see her come when she didn't have to work. She'd, she'd come with her friend or she'd come to the class and, and try her best and we'd say hi and wave. And uh, she's a really nice person and it was really cool that she did that. And it was something that reminded me that whenever I see foreigners here in America, if I can help them, I want to, even if it's something simple like that, even if it's just an easy lift for me, it could be really meaningful and helpful to that person if, if they are, are in need of help or maybe you could brighten their day by, by doing something for them. That's it for Paths Beyond. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one.